the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Media. Good morning. You're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Friday morning. We're so glad to have you join us today. I'm Gabby Smith along with Alicia Quibito, just the two of us. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning on this Friday, January 13th. I know, it's just the Gabby and Alicia show. It's good to be with you this morning on this feast of St. Hilary of Poitiers. So let's start with prayer this morning. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, grant we pray, Almighty God, that we may rightly understand and truthfully profess the divinity of your Son, which the Bishop St. Hilary taught with such constancy through our lord jesus christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit god forever and ever amen in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen saint hilary of poitiers pray for us pray for us we have a great show for you today starting off with lisa winter with magnificat she's going to be talking about their battery chapter day of prayer and reflection coming up you can also find this event on our website at ccmedia.live click on events and news then click on calendar so if you'll miss that interview with lisa you can find all that information on our website In 18 minutes, Rose Rhea joins us. She is a Catholic author, and today she's talking about her collaborative book called Defend Us in Battle, the true story of an MA2 Navy SEAL Medal of Honor recipient, Michael A. Monsoor. You guys, this is a really powerful book, and (laughs) I just had to read the first chapter and (laughs) really the synopsis of it to realize that it's going to be a really great interview with Rose. So looking forward to this one as well. In 35 minutes, Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie, joins us. And in 48 minutes, James Baxter joins us. He's a co-founder and CEO of Exodus 90, and he's going to be talking about the program for men. And we've talked about Exodus 90 for years now. It just shocks me every time. I know some people have done it before. And just in time for Lent, right? So Lent is just, uh, just around the corner, and maybe you'd be interested, guys, in finding more about what Exodus 90 is all about so it's going to be a great time great interview it will be it will be and it's going to be a great day Uh, today the weather uh, is partly sunny then we'll gradually be coming full sunny 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 uh, with a high in the mid to low 50s today there will be a north wind at 10 to 15 miles per hour so um, it's chilly out this morning a little different than it was yesterday morning currently the temperatures in baton rouge uh, is 42 the warm spot in new orleans 48 degrees our friends in ponchatoula it's 43 degrees and in biloxi mississippi it is 47 so it will be about these temperatures this weekend 
and we'll have those lows uh, in the 30s. Sunday, it'll be a little bit warmer, but we'll see some lows in the 30s going uh, warming up until the, the low to mid 50s today and tomorrow and a little bit warmer on Sunday. So enjoy this beautiful weather. If you haven't taken down your outside Christmas decorations, you may want to take advantage of that mm-hmm. uh, this weekend because it'll be a uh, little dry. We did our outside ones uh, last Saturday, even though it was before the baptism of the Lord, because we knew that rain was coming through and we didn't want to put up soggy Christmas lights. So anyway, uh, we hope that you stick around. We're happy you're joining us on Wake Up This Morning. It is five after the hour. We'll be back with today's gospel and gospel reflection on Wake Up. Good Friday morning to you. I'm Father Chris Decker, and today's gospel comes to us from Mark chapter 2. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it became known that he was at home. Many gathered together so that there was no longer room for them, not even around the door, and he preached the word to them. They came, bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. Unable to get near Jesus because of the crowd, they opened up the roof above him. After they had broken through, they let down the mat on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to him, Child, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there asking themselves, Why does this man speak that way? He is blaspheming. Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus immediately knew in his mind what they were thinking to themselves, and so he said, Why are you thinking such things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Rise, pick up your mat and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, Rise, pick up your mat, and go home. He rose, picked up his mat at once, and went away in the sight of everyone. They were all astounded and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. Thank you, Father Chris Decker, for this morning's gospel. It is nine minutes after the hour on Wake Up. I'm Alicia Quibido with Gabby Smith. We're so happy to have you with us. Gabby, you know, in November, I uh, had the opportunity to go to the Holy Land, and and all my friends who have been, and my pastor kept saying, you'll never hear the gospel the same after you've been to the Holy Land. And it's so interesting, I, you know, just hearing Capernaum, I, I just think, I was there. <laughs> you know, we celebrated Mass That's right amazing. over over Peter's home where Jesus healed his mother-in-law from her fever. So anyway, love hearing the Gospels, wow. and it's true. If you go to the Holy Land, the Gospels do come true to you. So uh, we are come come to life to you. So we're joined this morning by Lisa Winter with Magnificat to talk about the Day of Prayer and Reflection. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year to you. It's wonderful to visit with you this morning. Before we jump into your uh, day of prayer and reflection, let our listeners know just a little snippet about what Magnificat is. Magnificat is a Catholic women's organization. And because of the call of the Holy Spirit when it was founded by Marilyn Quirk, we mostly show our... um, our charism and and the way that we want to bring others to the Blessed Mother and to Jesus through either breakfast or retreats or day of reflection. That's the sum total of everything we do to meet 
to try to enrich Catholic women. We cooperate with the Holy Spirit's job and um, fill them, hopefully, at the new year with this particular thing that we're having. That is beautiful. And you, Lisa, you are with the Metairie chapter of Magnificat, correct? We are. We're the mother chapter, which is something oh. kind of special. Not me. The mother chapter is special. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, because although this is now in every state in the country and 40 countries outside of the wow. U.S., it started right here in Metairie with Marilyn Quirk, and I am humbly the coordinator of that mother chapter now. Beautiful. I had no idea. I'm so glad you shared that with us. I did not realize that Magnificat began right there in Metairie. So wonderful. Well, Tell us about your upcoming day of prayer and reflection. It is Friday, January 20th, so just a week from today. Right. Friday, a week from today, we will be at Our Lady of Divine Providence Catholic Church from 9 to 3 o'clock. And this is such a special day. We only do the day of reflections once a year. But what, the reason why it's special is because, one, we put it at the beginning of the year. We just think that being reflective and in prayer is such a good and healthy thing. We live in a world that gives us a little bit of stress. Our families give us stress. Whatever are our reasons for feeling like we need to grow closer, this is the thing for you at the beginning of the year. The second thing is we, you know, when you come to a breakfast and it's only three hours on a Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. you may sometimes feel like I want a little something more. This is the little something more because it's a day, not a whole long day, but nine to three where Denise Byer will be giving her presentation, My My Immaculate Heart Will Triumph. And then the third thing is, it's Denise Byer. Right. (laughs) And I know you all know Denise, and we know Denise, and (laughs) may everybody who hears us probably many know Denise. But she has this title for for strength and for courage in these days that we're in. Mm. And um, she has put together a terrific program. So we, so for all those reasons, we are looking forward to what we think is a special day. There's only one per year, and it's next Friday, 9 to 3, Our Lady of Divine Providence Catholic Church. Okay, and Lisa, it begins with Mass, so Mass starts at 9, correct? Correct. We start okay. with Mass, and Mass starts at 9. After that, we have a little breakfast. It's like some Danishes and stuff with okay. coffee. Okay. Then she gives her talk. And, you know, there's also time for... Literally, time for reflection and sharing. So like in small groups, the women will talk about what they heard and what they've received. And if they want to, they can get up and tell the group about it. I mean, it's really a very sweet day. Wonderful, wonderful. Now there is a cost because they're they're giving you a little breakfast and you're having lunch there. So it's $30. So tell us how we, our listeners can register. We have a copy of the flyer on our Facebook page, which is Magnificat Mother Chapter. The flyer for our event is there, and the flyer has telephone numbers at the bottom. So if you're, if you're going to register in the last week, call anybody on that list. My name is on that list and my cell phone number, Lisa Winter. And you can call and just let us know you're coming, maybe drop a check by to one of us. And that way we'll, we'll have you counted because I'm probably going to have to make a food order by like Tuesday. 
day. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So, so you need to take care of that soon. You can also find that information on our website at ccmedia.live. Uh, it sounds like a wonderful day. We know and love Denise Byer. I can't imagine a, a better speaker to talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Lisa mm-hmm. Winter with the Metairie. Well, you're actually the mother chapter of Magnificat. Uh, let our listeners know one more time what that Facebook page is. It's Magnificat Mother Chapter. And on Magnificat Mother Chapter, you will find this flyer, all the names of the phone numbers of the people. um, And you can call any of us to say that you want to come and that we can include you. We got like... We got like five people just yesterday. Nice. You know how people are. They need yep. to know what their schedules are. They need to look at the last minute. That's right. That's right. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. And I know it will be a wonderful day of prayer and reflection for everyone who attends. Thank you so much. You all have a blessed day. Thank you. Same to you. Again, that's the Magnificat Mother Chapter in Metairie with the Day of Prayer and Reflection. That's next Friday. So make sure you check that out on their Facebook page or on our page or on our website at ccmedia.live. Stick around. Rose Ria, author, talks about her book, Defend Us in Battle. It is 15 minutes after the hour on Wake Up. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for January 13th. Today we celebrate St. Hilary of Poitiers. Disturber of the peace, perhaps that's the best way to describe today's saint, a gentle and courteous man who upheld the truths of the faith at a wrenching time in church history. Hilary was born in France around the year 315 to wealthy pagan parents. He converted to Christianity 30-some years later. Within three years he was chosen, against his will, to be the Bishop of Poitiers, His principal task was to battle the scourge of the church in the 4th century, the heresy of Arianism, which denied the divinity of Christ. As bishop, Hilary encountered many pressures to accept Arianism and even to condemn Athanasius, a contemporary who defended the faith in the East. For refusing to join the opponents of Athanasius, Hilary was banished from France. During his exile, he wrote On the Trinity, which upheld church teaching and challenged the Arians. When Hilary returned from his exile, he was enthusiastically welcomed by his people. But the strain of the exile and constant controversy had taken their toll. Hilary died in 368 at the age of 60. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. It is 19 past the hour. Thanks so much for tuning in to Wake Up This Morning. I'm Gabby Smith along with Alicia Quibido. We are streaming live on our YouTube channel. You can go to youtube.com and search Catholic Community Media and hit the subscribe button and also click on the bell. So every time we go live or post a video, you will receive a notification and never miss an episode of Wake Up, which sounds exciting. Okay, Rose Rose Ray joins us. She is a Catholic author, and today she is going to be talking about her collaborative book called Defend Us in Battle, the true story of an MA2 Navy SEAL Medal of Honor recipient, Michael A. Monsoor. Good morning, Rose. Thank you so much for being with us today. Good morning, Gabby. So great to speak with you again. 
It's so good to have you with us. Rose and I have actually worked together for years when it comes to booking guests. And now it's so great to talk about an actual book, Rose, that you have collaborated with George Monsoor. Tell us a little bit about this powerful story. Yeah, it's definitely a passion project. Um, I uh, am an active duty, my husband is active duty uh, Navy. And so I found out about this incredible young man, Michael Monsoor, who the book is about, through my husband's work. And when I heard just a paragraph of his life, Gabby, I, a bomb like blew up in my heart. It was just, I had to tell a story. So as you know, we, I've been telling stories for years through magazines and other forms of media. But this boy was so heroic. He deserved uh, just his whole story to be told. So I reached out to his father, George, and his father said no to me for two years, Gabby, because he was very protective of his son's life. He doesn't like the media. They're just such a beautiful, humble family. And he finally said yes, and now we have the book that you and I are talking about. Only through the grace of God is this available to people now. I mean, God is so good, movie. Mm-hmm. So many people are in military families or have uh, family members who are in the military, active military, retired veterans, you know, and stories like this really hit home, especially when you watch stories like this, whether it's movies, I'm thinking of the movie and book Unbroken, American Sniper, and so many of those powerful films that really get us to think. And this is one of them. So if you don't mind, Rose, kind of giving us a synopsis of this man's life. Absolutely. The the most important part, I think, is his age, Gabby. He was 25 years old. I mean, how many young kids do we know mm-hmm. walking around? Their biggest concern mm-hmm. is, you know, what pair of jeans they're going to wear, what party they're going to go to. And Michael cared about all those things, but he also lived right at the time uh, after September 11th. And once those towers hit, him and an entire group of Navy SEALs were, like, stepped up. And they're like, I will serve, as well as all branches of the military. But he was a Mm -hmm. SEAL, and he was determined not to quit. He fought asthma through his life. He had bullied, was bullied when he was young. But he was just this resilient young man who, with unbreakable will, and he was like, I will do this. So he he, um, became a Navy SEAL, which was his dream. And on his first deployment overseas, it was war-torn Ramadi in 2006. So also Mm -hmm. very modern. I mean, this was only 13 years ago. And he faced Mm -hmm. just, they they had stuff going on every day. It was super intense fighting. And he saved multiple men, multiple teammates on that deployment. He was awarded the Silver Star, Bronze Star, and then ultimately the Medal of Honor. For readers will find out, but he a uh, grenade was thrown on top of a rooftop on September 29th, and he could have jumped out of the way, Gabby, but he jumped on top of it using his six-foot oh body, which was thin but tall, to shield the blast, and he saved all of the men on that rooftop, including his, his friends, and he died 30 minutes later. But the most powerful part oh. for us Catholics is he was named after St. Michael the Archangel, and what day is September 29th, Gabby? The Feast of St. Uh, well, Michael, the Archangel. I figured. And you know what? I didn't want to say the wrong thing, and you stumped me, but thank you so much for saying that, uh, because I assume that that's what that was. Uh, and I was going to say, what is the connection? Defend us in battle, my immediate thought, St. Michael, and then his name, uh, Michael, as well. H- how was his faith life? Because w- the book also touches on his relationship with God. Absolutely. I mean, God is 
so good. All of us need help. We need spiritual nourishment. And God gave that to him. Even in this war-torn Ramadi, this incredible, strong, masculine priest named Father Paul Halliday was there. He had this makeshift chapel in this shoddy, beat-up building, and he was there to give these men the Eucharist, confession, anything they needed. And Michael found him, and through that whole six months, Gabby, he was receiving the sacraments while he was going out and defending his friends and our country. Wow. That's amazing. How was it working with his family, particularly his father, George? His father is incredible. And I think anyone who sees the interview, there's an interview he did online with Jocko Willink, another big Navy SEAL. Um, I mean, they're moved to tears. You know, our children are a product of us parents. Whether we like it or not, our children are watching us. And George just formed him, you know, and his mother, Sally, they were just so, so loving, but also hard on them to do the right thing. And uh, it was just incredible. I will truly remember this as a great honor to be able to work with George and interview Michael's friends. And the biggest thing I think for people to take away from this, his friends said, it's important that people understood what Michael gave. I don't, they don't want the public to forget. And they said, we were protecting the American dream. And I just think that's so strong mm-hmm. for us who, you know, know that our, our way of life is what it is, Gabby, because these other men and women are willing to step into harm's way on our behalf. Absolutely. And I think as civilians, we sometimes forget about that until we read stories like these or we get that reminder or we have family members. And, you know, Rose, I always think about the parents, especially the mothers of the children who are deployed and putting their lives at risk for our freedom and those parents who are praying for the protection of their child. Um, Talk about that and the relationship of the parents with their son and what we can find in this book. Oh, so true. And you will get that. You see George's just loving fatherhood, and then you get a touch of Sally, his mother, how much she just ached and loved her son and their special experiences mm-hmm. together. And they were Catholic. And she's told me, it's in the book, she prayed a rosary every single day for him and his safe return. Well, what we have to step mm-hmm. back and take a look at, as devastated as she was, that he didn't come home physically. <clears throat> our, all of our safe return is heaven. So that rosary was not in vain because he went to heaven. However, um, he brought his brothers home. They all have families Mm -hmm. now. They're named after Michael. I mean, that rosary every single day, our Blessed Mother just lovingly, um, you know, uh, guided, guided Michael. Mm-hmm. And I can hear it in your voice how powerful this has meant to you as well. And so true. Uh, the effect that he has had on the men that he has saved is absolutely incredible. Uh, Rose, t- tell us where can we find our copy of the book, Defend Us in Battle, the true story of an MA2 Navy SEAL Medal of Honor recipient, Michael A. Mansour. So uh, we we're blessed to publish it with Harper Collins. Uh, one of the largest publishers in the U.S., so it's everywhere. You can get it at Barnes & Noble, Amazon. It's actually at the local library, St. Tammany Parish, we saw. <laughs> just ordered a couple <laughs> copies. There's a bunch of holds already, so, you know, you might have to wait a while or you can just order it. But, yeah, it's just it's very inspiring, and I do believe, Gabby, um, I believe he'll be a saint one day, you know, God willing, because he was a martyr of charity. You know, he gave everything fully knowing what he was doing to, to save his brother. And, you know, greater love has no man than this and to give his life for his friends. 
Amen. Who do, who do you say, we have a, uh, about a minute and a half left, Rose, who do you say this book is kind of geared towards? So that's a great question. Originally, I would have said young men. I really want young men to be inspired by this because, you know, there's so much need. But women have been just as inspired because we can all mm-hmm. take away something from someone who lived their life to the fullest every day. You'll hear all about his escapades and adventures and motorcycle driving and cliff jumping. I mean, life is such a gift, Gabby, and it's up to us what we do with it. Absolutely. I think this is perfect for family members uh, who know someone in the military. And Rose, you are the co-author of the book. And uh, George Monsoor, the father, is a collaborative author with you. So thank you so much. One more time, where can we pick up our copy? Yep. Again, all bookstores or Amazon's a great place or, um, you know, Walmart, anywhere you go online, you can find it. Rose, thank you so much for being with us today. Rose uh, Ray, co-author of the book, Defend Us in Battle, the true story of MA2 Navy SEAL Medal of Honor recipient, Michael A. Monsoor. Definitely, definitely check this out. Thank you so much, Rose, for being with us today. Thank you for all you do, Gabby. You guys will be in my prayers. You too, as well. Such a powerful story that can remind us that life is just a precious gift Mm -hmm. uh, and also goes hand in hand with the power of St. Michael. So definitely check that out. I did link everything from today's interviews in the comment section on our Facebook post, Wake Up Friday. However, it is not a live video. It is the first featured post that you will see, which means it's the first post on our actual Facebook page. If you have any questions about any guests for today's show, you can message us on Facebook and we will get that information to you as well. So a powerful interview with Rose. Definitely going to be checking this book out some more and maybe giving it to some family members. But yeah, you know, we're going to take it over to Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie, when we come back from the break. We always love hearing from him and Alicia will be talking some more. So stay with us. It is half past the hour on Wake Up. Thirty-five minutes after the hour on Wake Up, I'm Alicia Quibido with Gabby Smith. We are joined today by our friend Jeff Young. He is the founder and producer of the Catholic Foodie blog and podcast. He is the Catholic Foodie. Good morning, Jeff. <laughs> good morning. So good to be with y'all. It's great to be with you today. It's chilly this morning. You have your coffee going? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trying to have that coffee infusion, you know, get all the uh, the pistons yes. firing in my brain and right? my blood warming up and I could feel my fingers and toes. That'd be nice. Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, Jeff, it's, it's so funny. We love to talk about food, especially with you, a uh, Catholic foodie on Fridays. Uh, and I don't know if it's just being from uh, South Louisiana or what, but um, I feel like food is kind of my love language. Somebody isn't feeling well. Uh, somebody has lost someone they love. Baby's been born something up. My first go-to is I need to make something for him. I need to cook something and bring it over. That's right. That's right. You know, it, it's funny because we talk about food a lot in terms of, 
you know, how to cook and, and, and sort of like the goodness and the joy and the conviviality that happens in a home when you're cooking at home or if you're going out to eat, and, you know, what are the best places to go, that kind of thing. But, I mean, the truth is, is that, you know, food goes much deeper than that, mm-hmm. right? We're human beings. We have to eat. Mm-hmm. And uh, our, our society today, our, the culture we live in today, doesn't allow much time for us to, to simply be, right, yes. to be human, to be what we're made to be. And so when you are faced with something, and it could be something of great joy. It could be the birth of a new baby, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it could be something that is uh, less than joyful, the, the passing of a loved one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, uh, you know, our parish at St. Peter's, we have, you know, recently... Uh, going through uh, yes. a, a lot of loss. Mm-hmm. You know, we lost Father Otis and, and Ruth Pratt's um, just, what, a month, two months ago? Yes. And uh, and we have uh, our, our deacon, Don Roberts, just passed away. His funeral is tomorrow. And it's, you know, it's it's just part of life, you know, mm-hmm. birth and death. You have other other things that happen. We have a friend of ours who uh, a couple months back uh, got uh, injured. You know, just mm. a freak accident kind of thing and injured. But something like that in the world we live in today can really hinder or even cripple a family, right? I yes. mean, in terms of, of time. And so just, you know, food, I was thinking about this uh, the other day, just food almost as an act of charity. Mm, yes. Right? It's, it's like being able to prepare a meal for someone, to, to, to bring that over. And I know a lot of parishes do this. Like I know at St. Peter's we've had a, a ministry for years. It's Meals for Moms, I believe they call it, mm-hmm. where, you know, a new mother just having a baby. It doesn't have to be a brand-new mother. I mean, she could have four kids at home and just had another one, right? It could be yes. whatever it is. But that, that transition period when you have a newborn at home, they they have, like, sign-ups. People will, will sign up to make meals for them for a certain mm-hmm. period of time. And, and if they need more for whatever the situation is, they, they extend it. And I'm sure there are parishes all over that, that do this. Yes. Um when you have someone who's grieving or you have uh, they, they lost someone that they love, the same thing. Sometimes it's organized by a, 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 I mean, you may have a parish ministry. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's um, just friends or other parishioners maybe who, who step in to try to organize that. But I wanted to, to, to talk about this and share it with you because it's something we don't typically talk about. Right. But it's almost like that, that it is such a gift. It is such a gift to those who receive it, right, to, to yes. the families in need, that it, it, it's almost like I just want it to be on our radar, right, to keep an eye out. Yes. You know, what can I do? How can I help? Is there a family that's suffering? And I know COVID, our society, unfortunately, you know, we're American. We're very individualistic, mm-hmm. right? And we, it kind of separates. And, but those of us here who are Catholic, right, Catholic mm-hmm. is, is universal. And, and the highest thing that we do as a uh, as a as a people as a religion every every week every day really yes. is come together in what's called communion right, right. it's the eucharist right. it's the celebration so it's supposed to be bringing us together and uh i think for us as americans sometimes we have to make extra effort mm. in yes. order to to look to the common good to the community to to those around us and and, and ask that question how how can i help Yes, yes. And and what a wonderful personal way to offer help. You know, a meal that you've cooked, a, a special treat that you've baked uh, to welcome the new neighbors or to, or when someone is, is, is mourning, as you mentioned. It's such a personal thing, don't you think, Jeff, cooking for someone? 
Oh, it is. It is. And, you know, along those lines, I'd say one of the biggest, I, I have you know, some different tips and all that for, for doing something like this, but mm-hmm. one of the biggest tips is communicate. Yes. Right? Just communicate. Talk to the families because mm-hmm. sometimes you have, you know, you may have uh, members of the family who have uh, health restrictions. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, they can't eat just anything. Um, and so it's important to kind of ask those questions. But even this, right, you're not sitting down with the family to eat. They're going through something. You're yes. preparing a meal and dropping it off. Mm-hmm. But even that fosters that communication. It brings people together. It fosters relationships, right, it, it, that interaction. And uh, even though you won't be eating that meal with them, you're still you're getting to know them. Yes, right? and yes. And you're getting closer. And you're it's building those, those bonds. That's right. And and now there are apps and, and websites that can organize, you know, the meal train. I can't remember the names of them, but we at our last parish, we, we did that, too. And it was so wonderful when our second child was born that for probably three weeks, I didn't have to worry about cooking anything just to get yeah. acclimated to having our, our new uh, precious one in our home. Um, but it is such a wonderful, wonderful gift for people, uh, no matter what, what, you know, whether they're celebrating or or, or morning. So Jeff, give us some tips about um, what to, you know, I know one important thing is don't send it in a dish that you need back, right? right? That's like the that, number one that rule. Exactly the first one. That's the number <laughs> one because, and a lot of times if you don't do this often, that may be the first thing you think to do, right? You're just yes. like whatever it is and then we'll get it back. Yes. Well, the problem is, is it puts the burden on the family that's going through whatever they're going through, joy or sorrow, right? Right, right. And, uh, and, then, it, and then you feel kind of like, you know, awkward later saying, hey, can I, uh, can I get my dish back? <laughs> right. So, you know, we used to, um, I mean, there's all kinds of things you could do. You know, like the, they have those big, like aluminum uh, pans, mm-hmm. kind of like a turkey roaster or something you can get at the grocery store. Yep. Uh, they have those with like lids and all that. You can get those. Although I know this, this past Thanksgiving, those, the prices are really going up on those. They but have. You can do that. Yep. Yeah, they really. Or, uh, you know, Depending on what it is, you could even use like uh, you know, gallon size uh, uh, resealable bags, like Ziplocs or whatever. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, and so a good a good place for that, you know, there are discount places around dollar stores and such that have uh, those. You might need to buy two because they're not quite as sturdy as the ones that are six dollars at the grocery right. store. But that's just a little cost saving right. tip. <laughs> Right. Well, it's worth it if, you know, it actually makes it to its destination. Right. Right. Because right? the alternative is it doesn't. That's it winds right. Up either on your floorboard That's <laughs> of right. the car or on someone's, uh, you know, front porch. That's yes. Right. That's not good. Yes. So, Jeff, do you suggest casserole type, you know, one something that's more universally like spaghetti or enchiladas or something like that? What what are What is yeah. your go to? Well, it's anything that, uh, that, that's easy to serve, easy mm-hmm. to heat up, and easy to freeze. Yeah, oh, that's right? important. Because you, you can have anything like that that's big, you know, whether, whether it's a pasta dish or a rice dish. Uh, I love the enchilada uh, idea because it's something that's a little uh, exotic, you know, a little yes. bit beyond the pasta and, and, and rice. Uh, we always, anytime we do a meal for a family, we always include a salad. Uh, yeah, uh, and we'll do that. We do the the lettuce. We'll wash the lettuce, you know, and and mm-hmm. make sure it's all dry and ready to, to package, and and we'll put that into like big um, gallon ziplocs, and and then it's, you know even if it was going to be something like a chicken salad, right? Like a yes. you could do a, a, a 
pan fried uh, chicken breast or something like that, that or thighs mm-hmm. that you cut up and then add to the salad with some Romano or Parmesan cheese, and mm-hmm. maybe some yeah. uh, cucumbers. You know, all that stuff can be packaged separately so that the, the folks on the receiving end, they can, they can assemble it the way they think is best for them. That's awesome. Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie. Check him out at catholicfoodie.com. He's also on Facebook and Instagram, and I believe on Twitter. Thanks. That would be correct. All right. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. Hey, stick around. James Baxter, co-founder and CEO of Exodus 90, talks about the program for men. It's 15 minutes before the hour on Wake Up. Here's a CC Radio Did You Know. Looking for Catholic content on the go? Then get our free app for our radio stations and contemporary Catholic music channel, Overflow. Search for Catholic Community Radio in the App Store or Google Play. It is 48 past the hour. Thanks so much for tuning in to Wake Up This Morning. I'm Gabby Smith along with Alicia Quibido today. Well, I really enjoyed Jeff Young's interview with you, Alicia, because yes. there were times where <laughs> family members or neighbors brought me dishes. Uh, whenever we first moved into our house, totally oh. forgot that we had to eat. Yes. <laughs> and my right. mother-in-law brought over some food. I was like, oh, right. thank you so much. I totally forgot that I we had to figure that out. And then yes. I am just so grateful grateful randomly our neighbor if she makes too much food she'll bring some food over like red beans and rice or some type of dessert and I enjoy that there's just something about that that just is different you know what I mean and I I really enjoy having that you know and I I think it's just uh, such a a thoughtful thing when someone just appears my next door neighbor does the same thing she has bridge at her house every now and again and she'll come over ring the doorbell and say you know I know Stephen would enjoy these cookies I made too many and Stephen of course my 16 year old son is very happy uh, to be the recipient of the any leftovers from Mary's bridge party. So uh, that's also fun. But I wanted to share just a quick story, Gabby. When Stephen was born, mm-hmm. um, the mom's group that I was in at our church when we lived out of state um, had this ministry. We also had food for fathers where uh, once a week we would bring a frozen meal. So when you cooked your dinner for your family, you just put one serving aside in a small container uh, that we provided and I would pick them up from him uh, clean and then hand them out to people anyway so he'd have one meal you know with an entree and a vegetable that he could just put in his refrigerator or in his freezer and then pop it out Mm -hmm. and uh, defrost it and have a home-cooked meal whenever he needed it but that reminds me of when when Stephen was born and the uh, the mom's group got together and 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 brought us meals every night there was one mom who called Mm me out of the blue she wasn't on the schedule and um she just said uh, you know hey Alicia I'm in the mom's group and um I have I don't know four kids six kids and I can't always stick to a schedule so when I have time I make multiple pans of of uh, chicken enchiladas and I put them in my mm-hmm. freezer and then when I have time I just call and drop it off and you can put it in your freezer you can defrost it today and I thought that was such a smart idea because sometimes we are busy even if we want to bring someone a home cooked meal uh, we're trying to figure out getting to the store what are we gonna make but if you have right. something ready in your freezer like this woman well, what a clever idea I thought it was so thoughtful and she just popped over at whatever time was convenient for her and we had this wonderful home cooked meal in our freezer so um, loved that idea and I wanted to share that because I know sometimes 
times we think, oh my goodness, we hear about something, we want to cook something, but but our schedule is jammed packed. So uh, that is right. an idea to share too. So um, so and I just Absolutely. I, I love a, a home cooked, you know, just a home cooked <laughs> meal for people. But I will say we right after we had a pretty bad flooding in our neighborhood in the flood of 2016, mm-hmm. and within two weeks of a home uh, close to Jones Creek. Uh, flooding pretty badly and they were sleeping in a you know in a um, travel trailer in the driveway I saw a sign go up Mm -hmm. that said it's a boy and I was just heartbroken. I just couldn't oh imagine. Goodness. I did not know these people. So I thought, I don't know if I would accept a meal from someone that I didn't know. That's just how I am. So I went, just went to Costco mm-hmm. and bought prepared um, food and just rang the doorbell and said, you know, I feel like the stalker neighbor. But I, I just was heartbroken no, for these people. I mean, so. they, they put the sign up. So <laughs> right, that's like right. an invitation so, almost. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, but that's so true. And and I love that. And it's just, it, it's an act of charity, like, you know, and it's not like we're trying to pat each other on the back. It's right. just different. When you're on the receiving end, you yes. realize how much you needed it at Absolutely. that moment in time. So another thing, Alicia, that you don't realize that you need is a cruise. You That's don't right. realize it until you're on a boat. <laughs> That is Tell right. Tell us about our Advent at Sea cruise coming That's up. That's right, Gabby. So Father Chris Decker is leading Advent at Sea 2023. So you can join Catholic Media and Catholic Community Media and Father Chris Decker to join us during Advent. We set sail on a four-night Western Caribbean cruise. That's Thursday, December 7th through Monday, December 11th. I know you're all thinking Advent just ended. Come on. But it's not too early to plan a cruise. Uh, that is aboard the Carnival Valor. So you can find out more information and how to make your reservations by going to ccmedia.live. Gabby has it right there on the bottom of the homepage. So just scroll down a little bit. You'll see the link. Uh, click on it. You'll see the itinerary there. Uh, there is one stop, and it's going to be a fabulous stop. This is the Western uh, Western Caribbean. So, um, so mm-hmm. the one stop is in Cozumel, Mexico, which is beautiful. Uh, so, uh, Father Chris, Father Chris is going along, right? So that means daily mass with Father Chris Decker. He is also available for confessions, and my guess would be a little spiritual yes. direction if you uh, wanted to have yeah. some private time. There's so many places, uh, little nooks and crannies on a on a, a cruise ship that there's always a place to uh, to visit with him, and of course always a place to find a good meal right Gabby (laughs) absolutely oh there's always a place to find a good meal on a cruise ship but it's also a place to relax and reflect especially at night one of my favorite parts of being on a cruise is at night and when the sun's going down you're looking out you're in the back of the ship and you're looking out and all you see is the horizon it's just a moment that you will never see anywhere else but on a ship that's right (laughs) it's truly incredible that's right Um, and it's such a prayerful moment. And it's a wonderful way to unplug. I know my husband uh, works kind of around the clock and receives phone calls and emails and for, for his his office. And he's such a, a loyal employee. He's always available. But on a cruise, he is not. He can unplug and really be present to our family. So check it out. Advent at Sea. It's on ccmedia.live. Yes, Jacob Laskowski joins us. I'm so sorry, Jacob, for pronouncing your name wrong. If I if I did do that, uh, but you are with Exodus 90. We only have a couple of minutes, and I briefly wanted to talk about uh, the powerful, uh, you know, of what is Exodus 90 for men. Briefly, tell us about it. 
Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. You did a great job pronouncing my Polish name. Uh, so Exodus 90 is a 90-day program for Catholic men, for any man, but it's a Catholic spiritual exercise that really helps us uh, return to what is true about our faith and about our humanity. And so it removes comforts of the world, uh, like warm showers and alcohol and TV and media and um, things like that, and just like really helps us uh, Move, remove technology and, and stop ignoring our families and our friends and, and actually start investing into them and investing into our relationship with God uh, through a daily holy hour. And um, yeah, it's, it's transformed the lives of tens of thousands of men in more than 70 countries, myself included. Uh, I just started uh, week one myself for the sixth time. And wow. every time I do Exodus 90, wow. I, I learn something new about myself. The Lord just gives me uh, a different grace to grow in every time. I love it. I know so many people who have, so many men who have done this, Exodus 90, and just the transformative uh, response that they have toward the end. Uh, where can we go to find out more information? Of course, we're going to have someone on back again to talk about this because I want more time. But what's that website where people can go and learn more? Sure, yeah. Exodus90.com uh, is where you can go and find out um, just a brief, brief primer about everything that's included. Uh, you can check out the How It Works page um, and see all the different aesthetic disciplines that we, we ask. But Exodus90.com is, is a place to go. Thank you so much, Jacob Leskowski. Thank you so much for being with us today. Absolutely. It's a blessing. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Okay. Exodus 90. Definitely take a look at that, men. Uh, it is pretty powerful. Kind of intimidating, but I well, have heard say, some great things. It's more than just cold showers, guys. I mean, there, there's a lot more. <laughs> it really helps you dive yes. deep. So do make sure you check out that. It's a, it's a wonderful program. I've heard so many fabulous things. So, well, Gabby, yes. the end of our show on this Friday, January 13th is coming to a close. Let's uh, conclude with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Attend to the pleas of your people with heavenly care, O Lord, we pray, that they may see what must be done and gain strength to do what they have seen. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, amen. and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you back here Monday at 7 a.m. Central Time. Have a wonderful Friday and a great weekend. God bless. Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Media.